everyone, I am David, aka PV Plant Guy, and I'd like to welcome you to Plant Personalities, a podcast where I interview some of social media's most interesting plant influencers. As content creators, we often focus on a few topics. If you know me, you know that I'm obsessed with my plants, my golden retrievers, and sharing my fitness journey. I started this podcast because I want to get to know the people behind their profiles. And I think you'd like to get to know them better too. Who are they when they are not on social media? What are their favorite things to do when they aren't watching, when we aren't watching them on Instagram? And where does their inspiration come from? Which is what I like to ask them. So today I am so excited to chat with Robin, who is the face behind the IKEA greenhouse cabinet handle on Instagram which has over 150,000 followers. And if you just go to her grid, it is an absolutely stunning compilation of greenhouse cabinets from all over the world. So Robin, I'm so happy that you're here today. How are you? Hi, well, I'm also very happy to be here. Excited. Very excited. Um, <laughs> I, I think that your profile is gorgeous and I've loved chatting with you over the past year or so. And this is, I think, the second time that we've talked, because we, we've done a live before and we've FaceTimed before. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad to have you here because I want to get to know you a little bit more. And I, I think people deserve to know you because you're very cryptic in a lot of your 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 Instagram, you know, dealings. So can we can we maybe ask some questions about you? How do you feel about that? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm always very mysterious about who I am, but bring it on. Exciting. Yeah, and I think that's the fun part. Um, but so <laughs> can you talk to us a little bit about your your cabinet and, you know, how did you get into houseplants and what inspired you to, you know, dig into the, the cabinet space? Oh, great questions. Um, well, uh, for my complete plant journey, I think it started about six, seven years ago, maybe. Um, also around Christmas time, by the way, because I was looking for a Christmas tree and I couldn't find one. So I didn't want to go home empty handed. So I bought um, like a blue star fern, Flebodium aureum, I think it's called. And that was my first plant, my first big plant, and the the substitute for my Christmas tree because yeah, I did want something, and that's pretty mm -hmm. much how everything started for me with plants, because it kind of spiraled down from there. I went down the rabbit hole, and I think I've bought well within a month like 10 plants or so. And most of them I've had for a really long time. I don't have them now anymore, unfortunately. They um, recently, most of them passed away due to another trips infestation. Damn it. <laughs> Darn trips. <laughs> Stupid trips. But yeah, I just kept on collecting and collecting. And that's, there were, um, quite simple plants in the beginning but um, down the road they were getting more like the the more special aeroids like the, the chloriosum philodendron chloriosum was my first real special plant and when I um, bought more and more like those those rare aeroids um, 
I noticed I couldn't really provide like the the perfect environment for them. Like the humidity was pretty low here in my house. It still is. And so I was like, oh no, how am I going to keep them alive? So that's what's uh, pretty much also the start of the IKEA greenhouse cabinet journey. Because I started looking online for like uh, greenhouses so I can collect more and more of those amazing aeroids but I couldn't really find pretty ones they were all like the, those plastic tents and I just didn't really love the aesthetics of them so uh, I just searched and searched online and that's when I saw a few people um, who used the like the Dettel from Ikea and the Fabricor and the Millsbow because in the beginning she only had those three cabinets um, and they used them as greenhouse. There were like, mm -hmm. I believe maybe about 10 people I found online who used such cabinets. And that was in late uh, 2018, early 2019. And uh, that's when I also bought my first uh, cabinet, my Fabricor, the, the white one, I call them. That was in May 2019, I believe. And... Uh, what shocked me the most was that uh, the community back then was really um, private when it comes to sharing information about those cabinets and how you can keep the right environment in them and what do you need um, when it comes to products and fans and grow lights and all those things. So that really bothered me. And I lost so many plants in the beginning when I started my cabinets because I just didn't know what to do. And that's when uh, the idea came to me in, I believe, December 2019 to create uh, the hashtag IKEA Greenhouse Cabinet. And yeah, that was the, the real start of my amazing big <laughs> Instagram page, which I created in April 2020, eventually. So the hashtag led to the profile. And yeah. I mean, it seems like you just developed it out of need because you wanted to help other people. Yeah. And exactly. You helped me out. <laughs> I can tell you that because <laughs> I, I didn't know that the greenhouse cabinet actually existed until I started searching like glass cabinets for plants. And I came across Ikea, the Millsbow. I was like, oh, this is great. And then I think one of your hashtags mm -hmm. popped up on my Instagram explore page. And I was like, wait a second, this is the cabinet that I want for my birthday. And then it like hit me and I was like, oh my gosh, people are actually turning these into greenhouses. And so I was able to use it as a guide. And I, I'm probably just one example of that. I'm sure that there are so oh, many awesome. other people out there, you know, that this happened to. But yeah, we, we're very appreciative of you know, everything yeah. that you post on your page, because it really helps us guide, um, you know, the, the build, which is very unique for each person. There's yeah. no set guide out there. Exactly. And that's always been the main goal of that page, so just to share all the information and knowledge of other people and the struggles they have. And uh, just building this big community around it where <clears throat> people just can help each other because I didn't have the help when I started my cabinets. So I just love how it evolved and that um, my page has become such a, a handy 
tool for everyone to use and get inspiration from and mostly just get uh, information from because that's what it's all about just to help people. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at your page the other day and all of your highlights are awesome because you separate them out into <laughs> like pest infestation, lights, shelves, rust. And it, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's so interesting to see how many people are, are be, are successful, but also how many people struggle because it's a different journey for everyone. Yeah, exactly. And every uh, house is different. Everyone has different plants inside of them. And, so the, the the struggles some people have are different for everyone because the grow lights I use may not be viable uh, at someone else's house or the, the, the fans I use may not be uh, the right ones for when you have the cabinet converted into a full terrarium idea. So it's just fun to mm -hmm. have all those well, different highlights there many 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 of them i also collected uh, like a list of all the highlights in my guides on my page just to have a bit of an overview of okay what what information is out there so you can search a little bit more uh easy <laughs> right and you mentioned that you know everybody's environment is different and some people might be wondering, you know, where are you from? Because you have a very small accent. And so can you tell people where you live and what yeah. language you speak and, 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 and how you keep your greenhouse thriving in the cold winters? Yeah. Well, let me start off in my uh, native language. Ik ben Robin en ik kom uit Nederland. I'm Robin and I'm from the Netherlands. Uh, that's why I have an accent. Um, so it's in the Netherlands, we have a pretty cold climate. Uh, in the summers, it can get really hot. Uh, but in the winter, it gets pretty cold and the humidity is pretty low, usually. Um, so, yeah, I'm from the other side of the world <laughs> instead of you, David, because you're from Florida, I believe, right? Yes, I am. And what's funny is when Robin and I started messaging each other on instagram um you know we decided we wanted to do a live and then we did like a, a, a instagram video chat just to meet each other and i had no idea that she had an accent because her written english mm -hmm. is so good and so i was like <laughs> throw, i was like wait a second where, where are you from what <laughs> well we do have a lot of english uh, classes in school so I, I can write better than i can talk um because when i'm writing i can think about the words i want to use and i can maybe look them up online like okay what's the correct spelling but with talking i do have an accent and it's like a dutch accent but also american and also um from england so it's like a combination of everything mm. um but yeah my writing is better and i do stumble sometimes when speaking <laughs> Well, you're doing great right now. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so Robin, can you tell us a little bit about your, your work life balance? I can only imagine the amount of messages and tags you get on social media. So can you talk about how you manage that on top of what you do in your personal day job? Sure. Um, well, I do get a lot of messages uh, each day, mostly on my uh, IKEA greenhouse cabinet Instagram page. Um, because a lot of people tag me in their stories and stories are 
uh, only available for 24 hours. So I always repost those stories when there's a cabinet shown in it. Um, and uh, I get uh, quite a few DMs each day just uh, of people asking some questions or um, they react to one of the stories I posted and then I'll just mostly with a question so then I'll just answer them back with hey uh, best to message the the original poster instead of me because I can't unfortunately I can't answer your question um, so I think yeah I get about 50 messages each day I think and wow I always reply my messages maybe a few of them uh, I didn't reply because uh, wait, you have to reply messages in four weeks, I believe. And sometimes I just don't have the time because, yeah, I also have a life outside of Instagram because I do this just for fun. But, yeah, it it doesn't take that much time um, as you think. I think when I do the bare minimum, when it comes to the just the DMs, uh, answering them and the stories, I think maybe... 20 30 minutes each day but i also post on the on the feed of my instagram and i don't just post uh any photo i always message the person from uh, the original photo to ask for permission and uh, ask them if they want to write something about their cabinet and so that mostly takes up most of the time because i also want my feed to be yeah, a certain way, like the dark photo beside a, a lighter photo. So they both just stand out. So, yeah, it, I do it because I love it. Um, but I think I'll be on Instagram maybe an hour a day. Mostly more just because I love it. And only when I have mm -hmm. the time because, yeah, I do have... Uh, a life outside of Instagram, as I mentioned, because I'm a student. I go to school every Friday, and that's a school which is um, connected to the work I do because I also work full time in mental health care at a care facility where people live permanently with, um, how do you call it again? Uh, an assisted living facility? Yeah, for people with mental and uh, physical disabilities. That's amazing. And I can't say how much I appreciate what you do on a daily basis because those people would not live the same quality of life without people like you who are helping them. So thank you for doing that. You're welcome. And I know we talked about it before, but what blows my mind is we have such... Uh, we have a lot of uh, these facilities here in the Netherlands. And what surprised me is that uh, in America, there aren't many facilities like this. Right, right. That's that's a whole conversation for another day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just blew my mind, but I just absolutely love my job. It's, it's hard sometimes uh, due to um, physical aggression. We have um, not every shift, but from time to time. So it does uh, take a toll on you sometimes. And that's where my uh, IKEA greenhouse cabinet page helps me. So I, when I come home from work and my head is like exploding and I just had a, 
uh, a big incident. I can just go on uh, Instagram and just lose myself in, in there and just talk to people and just not think about what happened at work. So it, it really just helped me. Right. And sometimes I get messages from you. Like I'll wake up to messages from you at like 10 PM, my time, 11 PM, but that's like super late your time. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, we work in shifts, so I either have to get up at 5 AM in the morning or I either uh, get home at uh, 11 PM in the evening. So we have like two shifts, like an early and a late shift. And when I had uh, a late shift and come home at around 11 p.m., my head is like going full on and like totally awake. So I can't sleep. So I'll be awake for the next three hours after that. So that's probably why you get some late messages sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So outside of work and school and your Ikea greenhouse cabinet Instagram account, what are some of your hobbies? What are some things that people may find interesting about you? Um, well, plants are pretty much my hobby at the moment. Um, I don't really do much at the moment uh, when it comes to hobbies. Uh, but I used to dance for nine years. And I used to play hockey for, I think, six years. Um, but I can't do that anymore because... Uh, I had a a knee injury on my left knee, like my, um, oh, I don't know how to translate it in uh, in English. There you go. One of the the muscles toward. There you go. Um, Okay. Was it your ACL? Probably your ACL. I have no idea. (laughs) It's hard to translate medical terminology (laughs) to different languages, but yeah, knee injuries are are very difficult to come back from, especially if you've, you know, um, you, you were dancing and playing hockey. So did that make did that make you a better yeah. dancer or a better hockey player? Doing both of them. Mm, I think playing hockey helped with my um uh how do you call it? Dancing. Yeah, uh, with the the well, I can't get on the word. Yay. Coordination. Mm, I could dance for a longer time because of playing hockey and running all the time. Your endurance. Thank you. That. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, that, that really helps. But uh, the combination was pretty lethal for me because with hockey, you're always bending your knees. And with dancing, you're like all over the place. And uh, I, I dance like uh, modern dance and street dance. So that combination just wasn't good for my knees because I'm really tall. I'm um, one meters 81. I don't know what it's like in feet. Um, I don't know. Maybe I can do a quick Google search. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, let's just say I'm pretty tall. So just the combination of playing hockey and just having my knees bent all the time and running and then uh, dancing it was just, it was a really bad combination because I used to uh, dance in hockey for, I believe, five times a week. So it, it was a lot and I really loved it. But yeah, my niece uh, didn't want to do it anymore. And I really, really miss it. Mostly the dancing. I did dance uh, for a year 
I believe four years ago, uh, no, five years ago. And it was really emotional for me because I have, I hadn't danced for a really long time then. And just being able to get into those emotions again of being one with my body and just telling a story with my body uh, through motions. It just, my first dance lesson, I just broke down and cried. <laughs> right. It, it was so special. And unfortunately the, the dance group I was in then um, had to stop because the, the teacher was moving away to another country and they couldn't find uh, a replacement for her. So that was really sad, but um, I'm happy I still got to dance for another year. So that was really great and emotional and just it even if I don't sleep at all for a night and just I'm totally broken when I'm dancing it just I forget everything. I just get into the zone and my mind gets quiet. I just love it. Just with plants. When I look at my plants, my mind just goes quiet. I love it. Yes, it's very relaxing and you can, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's personal. And I think that the perk of being a plant parent and similar to, you know, when other people are doing their hobbies or sports, it's you're, you have some meditation time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was going to maybe suggest you could do some like fun TikToks because you're such a good dancer with your plants. I don't know if you ever want to get into that space, but it's always there if you decide, you know, during lock lockdown or anything, you know, you want to get back into dancing. There's always that. I know it's probably not your preference, but I just feel like I had to throw it out there. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I have a little bit of a love-hate relationship with TikTok. <laughs> and I don't really like being in front of the camera, actually. Um, but I did uh, videotape some of my uh, dance performances for um, my school I was in. Because I used to be uh, at the art academy to become an art and design teacher for uh, teenagers with special educational needs and during that education at the art academy um, I always worked with uh, the human body and just telling a story with your body without having to uh, say anything just like dancing you're telling a, a story with your body and that's also what I did with my artwork uh, which you can see on my personal Instagram Robin Scott and Art if you scroll way back down, <laughs> so go past the plants, go down, 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 and then you'll see some uh, <laughs> some clips of me dancing, which I made for uh, the Art Academy. I'm definitely going to have to go check that out. <laughs> you I, do? <laughs> yes. And it's thank you for letting us know, because a lot of times we, we don't scroll down to the bottom of people's feeds you just want to see their newest content but i feel like if you do scroll yeah. it can really tell a lot about a person yeah exactly mine's like it's totally different um i only have like white photos of my plants now and of my cabinets and if you scroll down you'll get a lot of photos of uh, my vegetable garden uh, i have every summer and if you scroll even more down you'll only get black and white photos of my artwork of my drawings of my paintings of uh, videos i made so it's really different 
Let me ask you this. I love the look of having white plant or like a white background with your plants. How do you take those pictures and edit them so they all look the same? Um, well, my bedroom, my, my cabinets are in my bedroom and most of my plants are in my bedroom. And my bedroom is white. All the walls are white and the sun is shining uh, directly into the room all day. Um, so it's pretty easy to take those pictures actually because I have uh, one big white wall with nothing in front of it. So I just put a plant in front of that and just have the sun shine in. And yeah, I do have to edit it sometimes. I just do it with the Instagram filters because sometimes it's a bit cloudy or the uh, the color of the plant uh, reacts with um, the, the white on the background. Sometimes it gets a bit more uh, red and sometimes a bit more blue. So I usually use a filter of, of Instagram itself. But yeah, having white walls really works. It's really easy. <laughs> yeah, that's super easy. I, I've tried to do that before, but my walls are like off-white. They're like gray and so it doesn't come out as nice ah. as yours i'm actually now yeah, now i'm scrolling like, and i see i see yeah. your vegetable garden <laughs> and i see and, you and, have and my cats <laughs> yes yes what are their names uh they're pretty weird names i'm a huge batman fan um so the names are inspired from batman characters so the dark one they're two bro- brothers they're about four years old old now and the dark one is called Bruce Wayne, and that's like Batman. And the white one is called Oswald mm-hmm. Chesterfield Cobblepot. <laughs> really long. <laughs> Do you have a nickname? <laughs> and that's the the penguin character of the Batman series. <laughs> Do you just call him Penguin? No, I call him Ozzy. Okay. Ozzy, Ozzy, or Oswald. Ozzy, that's so cute. Do they get along with each other? Yeah. They do. They're like best friends. They do fight sometimes, but not like like too much. But yeah, they're just like the typical brothers. They sleep ne- next to each other and they play with each other. And sometimes they hate each other. <laughs> of course, like any siblings, right? Right. And the funny thing is, uh, their sister is living with my aunt and uncle. Okay. And... and um, they are the grand, 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 grandchildren of my previous cats. Okay, that's a lot. That's a long lineage there. It is. My uh, aunt and uncle, where their sister lives now, they used to have uh, a litter of kittens each year. And my first cats, okay. I got those when I was four years old. So that's. 26 years ago now i'm old um (laughs) and um they just kept producing litters each year so it's it's all just one big family and when i uh, moved back to um this city after i um after the art academy that was in another city than I am in now. And I was really just looking for a cat. And I, I wanted to have one again because my older cats, they passed away quite a few years ago now. And that's when I saw that one of the, the kittens of a previous litter of my aunt and uncle was pregnant. So I was like, yay, I have to get those. So I just, it's really funny because I see a lot of the, the character traits in 
um, in my cats from my previous cats. So that's so cool to see. That is really cute. And I have to say that we both have something in common there because Marley is Tucker. So my newest golden retriever, um, Marley is Tucker's aunt. Oh, really? How awesome. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. And that's one of the big reasons why we decided to move forward with bringing them home um, is because they're related and it was they look alike and yeah. they kind of act alike. And I can't wait to see Tucker grow up and, and actually be an adult with Marley. So we're looking forward to that. Oh, so cute. How's it going with Tucker? Because you've had him for a week or a few days now, really short. Yeah, it's only been one week. We're having some adjustments. Um, he gets along with Marley and Jax better every day. They are kind of indifferent toward him. Jax doesn't really want anything to do with them except when he wants to play with him. Um, and then Marley is always kind of by his side and sitting there and just watching him. I think her motherly instincts are coming out a little bit more, but when, when they get tired of Tucker, they're just Mm -hmm. like, okay, like stop butting my tail. Like you need to go back in your house. We call it his crate or his kennel, his house. (laughs) And so, yeah, um, we're, (laughs) we're very excited to, have him you know move past the puppy stage because he just also bites everything so oh, yeah. cats are a lot easier i mean you just have to you know feed them and they do their business in their litter, litter box but let me ask you this do your cats bite bite or eat your plants or the the soil in your plants um they don't bite my plants luckily uh only the like the spider plants because it has those long leaves and just they just want to play with them um, right but luckily most plants are in my bedroom and they're not allowed in my bedroom um but one of my cats bruce the dark one is pretty mischievous sometimes because he loves to scoop out the soil out of the plants we have in the the living room and it's so annoying he only does it when he's hungry (laughs) so i'm like yeah i know i know you're hungry but it's way too early and then he'll just scoop out all the soil and be all over the floor and i'm like oh gosh (laughs) and i have to clean it up again (laughs) so essentially he gets hangry and he lets you know right hangry that's the word yeah yes (laughs) Absolutely. So, so I want to talk about some of the plants that you have, right? You said that you started to get into some um, uncommon aeroids. And so can you talk a little bit about mm-hmm. what you, what are some of your favorite plants right now? And what are some of the plants that you want to bring home in 2022? Um, well, I'm just turning my seed over now so I can look at my plants. <laughs> I'm right next uh, to my cabinets at the moment. Mm, Well, I don't really have a favorite plant or anything like that. I just love the collection uh, together, just how they complement each other, like having um, like a darker uh, Ontarian Chamberlainia next to uh, a bit lighter uh, Ontarian crystallium crystallinum crystallinum yes yes i I agree the foliage contrasts yeah i just really love it and yeah i mostly have um like anturium and philodendron and alocasia i love alocasia um 
but yeah, just how they look next to each other. I just completely love it like that. Just like styling the plants uh, a certain way. Uh, so it just looks good. Right. And I feel like that is a common theme with the greenhouses. Everyone has their own style and they like yeah. to put more uncommon plants in them. Right. So b- because you can keep the humidity at a yeah. higher level and it's more of a controlled environment. Exactly. Exactly. And I just love how everyone just like you said, has uh, a different theme or a different layout in a cabinet because I have uh, seen some people who have like an Alice in Wonderland theme in the cabinet or uh, people who have like a complete background uh, made of uh, moss and and wood so it's like real urban jungle uh, terrarium um, and some people who have an all black theme with all black pots and I have all white because I leave the, the plants just pop out more with white pots but I just love how everyone has such a different styling with their cabinets and they all just benefit. It's the, mo- the most important thing, of course, is that it's beneficial for your plants. So the environment you create is the best environment for them to grow in. Um, but when you have that um, completely set and then you can play with the, um, the layout, it's just amazing what people come up with. It's just it blows my mind. <laughs> it does. Yes. And some of the things I see, I get so jealous, but I know it takes a lot of time. Um, and it, the outcome is yeah. <laughs> so gorgeous. And I think having a cabinet is one of those projects where you always want to make an adjustment or improve. It's kind of like owning a house. There's always something to do. Yeah. And I feel like within the plant space, there's so much inspiration, right. inspiration that kind of comes from your page. Because you're sharing everyone's ideas. And so, you know, if I say, okay, I want to do this or I want to adjust the shelves, I'll go to your page and I'll, I'll scroll through and say, okay, do I want more open concept or do I want like different sections? Do I want to remove one of my shelves to make room for plants that are going to even inevitably grow? Yes. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. You're always changing the layout of your cabinet because the plants grow. And sometimes you have to repot them. So he'll, uh, the plant will have to go into a bigger pot and it wouldn't fit anymore in the spot you had it in. So it's always changing and evolving. And it's so much fun also to see. Um, I like to just scroll through not only my page, but just go to someone's page who has such a cabinet for a longer period of time and just scroll down their Instagram page to see how it evolves. That's also so much fun. Yes, I agree. And I feel like someone who's had a cabinet for over a year now, you know, I started with the glass shelves and then I upgraded to the the wire shelves to allow for a more air circulation to reduce yeah. the amount of, you know, molds that will end up growing. Um, and I, I agree. I think if you look even on my page, you can see the transition over time. And sometimes... Um, you know, I'll yeah. have a plant in there and I'll rotate it out and I'll say, you know, what, I can, you know, I think you can survive outside because I want to make room for this new plant that I got that prefers higher humidity. Yeah. So <laughs> Exactly. And sometimes you notice like you, you have a plant in a certain uh, spot in your cabinet um, and you just notice the plant isn't happy there, maybe because it's way too close to the grow light. So 
even uh, by things like that will make you change the layout of your cabinet. Yeah. So what grow lights do you have in your cabinet? Uh, well, I have grow lights from Ikea and they're not being sold anymore for a really long time now. So I'm really glad I have like a backup pile of grow lights from Ikea in the closet. I have like six backup grow lights. It's ridiculous. Um, this is called the, the Faxer, like the, the A with the, with the dots above them. For me, okay. they work really well. They're not like the best grow lights, but I've had them since 2019. So, and my plants are still fine and happy, but they're pretty strong once uh, the plant is really getting close to it. My Vichii and Turium Vichii really love it. It almost touches the grow light, but like other plants, um, don't have to be near the glow light, grow lights that much, otherwise they'll get burned. So they're they're pretty. Well, they're just basic grow lights. I know there are way better grow lights on the market these days. But right, but if fine. it's <laughs> if it's working, yeah, you know, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, never change your wing team, right? Mm-hmm. I have um, I have Barina T fives, and they work very well. Mm. I actually have two on each level, and because it's winter now, the sun shines in through the window into the cabinet. And so I turned one of them off on each level. So it's just the one grow light and then it gets natural sun. Yeah. And I noticed, and I noticed that the plants oh, are actually smart. turning toward the, the window to, to catch the sun rays. I'm like, okay, let me like rotate you a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. They do that. It's so much fun to see. <laughs> Right. But the the grow lights you have are really popular uh, ones. You have like the you have the T five you said. I do. I get a lot of feedback about the T eights being too strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they're really popular uh, grow lights at the at the moment. But mostly the T fives because the mm-hmm. T eights can be a bit too strong. Right. Except so for yeah, Hoyas. I... Hoyas love the T eight. I believe. Okay, good to know. Maybe my my next, if I need another set of grow lights, maybe I can figure out how to where I can put the T8s. Yeah, exactly. And I have uh, uh, several highlights about grow lights. So there are all different uh, types of grow lights and also feedback from people how they like the grow lights. So I really suggest you just check out the grow lights in the highlights. (laughs) Oh, great. Okay, I'm going to make a mental note. (laughs) because i need to do i'll just educate myself so so let me i have i have two questions that i ask everyone and Mm -hmm. i would love to know if you can meet any plant influencer in person who you haven't already met who would it be oh that's such a hard question i've heard you ask it for the the past uh uh, episodes and I was like oh what am I going to answer but really I have no idea there are so many people I would love to meet <laughs> so many people um, it's a tough question you don't have to yeah, I mean it if- really is it really is and I've been thinking about it for about two weeks now it's ridiculous um, <laughs> um, no, I have no idea there are just so many people Pretty much everyone I talk to on Instagram, I would love to meet everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, very politically correct answer. 
but I'll let, I'll let it slide. <laughs> how about, how about this? Is there someone or are there like a few people who have your favorite cabinets? Ooh, well, I did always love the, the cabinet of tropical seductions of Denise, but I believe she doesn't have mm-hmm. it anymore now. She gave it to a friend, right? I th- yeah, because she moved. Yeah, exactly. And she's going to buy a bigger ho- a greenhouse now. Um, but yeah, Denise, and also I'd love to meet you, of course. <laughs> um, who else has a pretty awesome cabinet? It's hard to think of someone off the top of your head because there are so many out there. Yeah, right. Well, there are two people who I always think about when uh, when it comes to this question. Uh, those are Miranda and Jordi. They're fr- both from the Netherlands and they're actually like real friends of mine. I talk to them every day via uh, WhatsApp, but I haven't really okay. met them in person. It's so so unreal because I've known them for several years now and I used to... Uh, be an admin of uh, very one of the largest um, plant sales groups in Europe on Facebook um, with Jordi and mm-hmm. Miranda. So I would really love to meet them in person, even though we video chat all the time and we talk like every day. But I haven't even met them, so it's just that's weird. <laughs> I feel like that's the that's how today's day and ages you have people developing relationships over social media and not prioritizing meeting in person because the value of a friendship can also occur via messages yeah exactly and they also live on the other side of the country so that's like a big bummer they do live next to each other so they've met a couple of times already but i'm just way too far from them and I don't have my driver's license so I don't have a car to go up and meet them and now with the whole pandemic unfortunately I don't really get in the in the train and just have a train ride for two and a half hours it's just it's a bit too much for me working in healthcare right right and I mean even people that live in Florida I mean I you could drive across the state in five and a half six hours um and same concept there you know I'll, I'll have friends that i chat with that live in maybe south florida and it's not like i'm gonna get in my car and drive mm-hmm. five hours to hang out with them during the weekend it's a it's a long drive it's a it's a, it's a lot of time right yeah yeah exactly so you'll mostly just spend the night there or it's just it's otherwise your whole day will be gone with only driving yeah but i think i think that's the power of today's social media you know, being able to share your, your plants or whatever your interests may be, but also to develop those relationships that you may have, you know, wouldn't have the opportunity to. Exactly. Yeah. You just, you just pick up your phone and you're everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons that we're chatting today. Right. Power of connection. Power of connection. (laughs) So let me ask you one closing question that I also ask everyone, if you could be any mm-hmm. plant, what plant would you be and why? Oh, another difficult one. Um, I think uh, the spider plants. And I hear think, what, why? <laughs> why the spider plants? Um, because the spider plant has a really special connection to me. 
my grandmother died, uh, I believe, five years ago now. And she always had spider plants and always gave away the pops of spider plants, the cuttings. And um, mm-hmm. I also have one of those cuttings from my late grandmother here next to me. So the, the plant just reminds me of my grandmother. So that's if I would could be any plant, it will be a spider plant. So I can be a bit more close to my grandmother who's in heaven. That is so sweet. And that's a, another great example of how plants have connections with people and how you could have, I mean, your cabinets exactly. are gorgeous and you have so many beautiful anthuriums and philodendrons that are more uncommon that you can't easily come across but you chose to you chose something that has more personal meaning to you yeah i'm i'm i I always love the personal things Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean uh, you can have the most amazing expensive rare plants but those aren't special if there's not a like an emotional connection to them i mean they're amazing and i love looking at them but the spider plant it's also on top of my cabinets by the way um it just yeah it 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 does something with me when i look at it it's just it reminds me of my grandmother and the things uh, just how she was and she was an amazing person and she always kept the whole family together and we're still really close as a family and so i just really love it right and it's just um you know a reminder that she's always with you exactly Exactly. I love it. And I, I, I keep her legacy alive by when um, my Spider-Man, uh, Sp- Spider-Man, hmm, when my spider plant has uh, cuttings <laughs> like the, those pups, I always give them away to other people and just spread a message to them. Like if your plant uh, eventually has pups, just give them away because that's what my grandmother did. And that way the her plant is everywhere at the moment in a lot of pe- people's uh, houses. And I just love it. Right, spreading her love of plants yeah, to others. Exactly. That's very sweet. Well, Robin, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better, and I'm looking forward to continue chatting with you. And maybe we can do this again sometime. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Of course. Well, happy holidays <laughs> to you and your family, and we will talk soon. Yeah, happy holidays to you too.